Hey there, welcome to the Pretty Little Tribe podcast, a space to talk about all things life, fertility, parenthood, and everything in between. My name is Elizabeth. I am an international fertility coach, ICF certified life coach, birth and bereavement doula, and new parent educator. Join us as we support the tribe throughout their journey from conception to bringing your new baby home and everything along the way. See you in the episode. Welcome back to the Pretty Little Tribe podcast. Today, I am so excited to welcome Natalie Walton from, she's actually the CEO of the Expectful app. And I love the Expectful app so much. I'm actually one of the service providers there, if any of you who don't know, but as well as even prior to this, I am the biggest advocate of, you know, everybody jumping on this from fertility aspects to you know, pregnancy, loss, et cetera, just feeling supported and all of that good stuff. So welcome to the podcast. And if you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit about Expectful from your perspective and how you came to join Expectful. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you and I'm so thrilled that you're part of Expectful. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's, I should tell you how I got to Expectful because that will tell. Let's hear it. Let me tell you about that. So I was pregnant with my son Everett in 2019. And um, even though I've really always been into health and wellness um, and thought I was doing everything that I could um, to have the best possible pregnancy, it turned out I found that I was um, at high risk for preterm labor around Mm. the 20 week mark. And um, it just created an immense amount of stress in my life because as someone who thought that they could control everything, I learned for the first time <laughs> that um, as I'm entering motherhood, that I, I wasn't able to control everything in pregnancy. Definitely. What was not. your diagnosis that caused that? I mean, I had so many, to be honest, mm. like I, I really, it was just across the board. Really? <laughs> it's like oh, one, one thing went from, yeah, it was misdiagnosis to, to, um, like multiple things. Ultimately my son was born on the smaller side. Um, and so, um, that that's what we were monitored for. So having Mm -hmm. to do the Doppler test and the NST test, um, at one point I was going to hospital five days a week. And as you can imagine, that just created so much stress in my life. Um, as anyone that's going in a high risk pregnancy, it's, it's just stressful. Um, and so I came across this app called expectful and, um, it's a, it's when I used it, it was a pregnancy and meditation app for uh, fertility, pregnancy and new motherhood. And um, I started doing the meditations and I got really into hypnobirthing. And the most amazing thing happened was that within a week of starting to do um, the meditations and hypnobirthing, I actually stabilized. So like I had been getting progressively worse and worse. And um, at that point when I stabilized, I, I, I mean, I, I was able to actually make it to term, which was something Amazing. I know I didn't think was possible. And now that I'm inexpectful and I've read up all on, on the science, I completely understand why that happened. There's a ton yeah. of science behind meditation and sleep, but so that's how I came to expectful. I joined last year in 2020. And as I, um, I'm a new mother. Um, I, I wanted to bring, create a holistic wellness haven for fertility through early parenthood and, um, grow beyond meditation and sleep. So bringing in expert services like yourself, um, 
in everything from like bereavement coaching to lactation consulting. Um, and so we now have that on the platform and we have live events on the platform with experts and videos on demand for people just to learn about all the intricacies um, that they're going to go through on this journey to motherhood. That's amazing. So back to when you're on the app and you're working through your own pregnancy, did it just kind of fall into place? And I always believe that nothing is a coincidence, right? That you, they had the opening for CEO and you're like, Hey, I'm like on board with this now. And I think this would be a good fit for me. How did that all come together? Yeah, no, it actually didn't happen that way. It was like, it was super organic. So I, um, uh, during my maternity leave, a friend um, posted this role for um, a partnerships role at Expectful. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know Expectful. And I, I mean, I wasn't looking to leave my job at the time, but I, I have always been into, interested in entrepreneurship. And I thought, well, maybe there's something here. Let me just talk to the company. And so I had a great conversation with a founder and I came on as an advisor. So I started advising them on their partnership strategy. And um, that like you know, it was a great relationship with the founder. And then um, he told me that he was looking to bring on a new CEO and asked if I would come on board. Um, so that's how I came on. Awesome. I love kind of those organic stories about, you know, you were already kind of in that field essentially, right? So, and then it just naturally progressed to where you are. And I will say for any of those of you that have been using Expectful over time, I'm sure you've seen the great changes and strides that they've made as a recent. So can you tell our audience a little bit about all the fun new things that are happening right now with Expectful and the variety of what's going on? Yes. I mean, thank you for asking that question because we have been so hard at work. Um, so we did start as a meditation and sleep platform, but we are evolving to a holistic wellness platform. And I see that in three parts. So one, it's on our content side. Um, oftentimes, a lot of content for motherhood is centered on the baby and not the well-being of the mom. Mm -hmm. And um, that's something that I wanted to change. And so we have, our content is more geared towards how do you take care of the mother? And that's whether you're grieving, um, whether you're trying to conceive in pregnancy or parenthood. So our content library is like anything from like, if you have PCOS, like how to make a smoothie for PCOS or um, you know, dealing with nipple pain. Um, and so the first is on the content side, huge evolution on the content. Yes. It's available in audio, video, whatever you'd like. Um, and then the, the second thing is around community. Like community is so critical to anyone in, in whatever journey they're in on motherhood. So we have live events, um, which I really love. Um, these are expert led events where anyone can attend. And it's beautiful because people from really around the globe attend these events. We have um, office hours um, with um, experts like lactation consultants or nutritionists. And, and oftentimes people actually just go to these um, office hours. Like they don't even have questions, but they want to hear what other people's questions are. Right. And that's totally valid. Um, so, so that's our community feature. And then our last bit is services. So um, part of the thing that I struggled with was it's so hard to find the services 
that I needed to take care of myself Mm -hmm. um, during, you know, pregnancy and postpartum. I mean, I saw a gazillion lactation consultants. I tried desperately to find a nutritionist. I couldn't find one. And um, so now we have that. We have fertility coaching um, like yourself. (laughs) Uh, um, And so, so we have all of the hard to find services and it's available on the app and it's super accessible. And so this is um, really the beginning stages of our journey to this holistic um, wellness haven. Amazing. You touched on community, which I love so much, but what I love even more about the expectful community is it's a curated safe space. And I often talk about, you know, putting some of my clients on social media diets or whatever, that being, you know, stepping away from the Facebook groups and things like that, that may not always have the healthiest of information for people that are either going through fertility or pregnancy or what have you. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about more specifically what those community events look like? I know you said, um, like at lactation consultants, maybe nutritionists, things like that. And I agree jump in there because most of the time, what somebody else is talking about, you're going to either go through it or you're going through it and, or it'll be good information for you to have in the future. Um, because we all have the same kind of underlying things going on for the most part. Um, that is the truth. (laughs) Yeah. So the community events, they're really kind of, they, they're really whatever you want. Actually, I say that. So, um, we have fitness. Um, so let's say you're looking for prenatal fitness. Um, we have prenatal yoga. We have a little bit more, um, rigorous fitness, um, classes, and you can join these classes. Um, we have, um, we have meditate, um, meditations together, like group meditations, which are really beautiful meditations where people, um, come together and, uh, around the world. And it's, it's amazing that people share where they are in their pregnancy journey. And it's like, you're all going through one thing at a time. And so really it's whatever you're looking for. If it's like, you're looking to speak with a lactation consultant in a group setting. Um, but I mean, and this comes with a subscription to the app, which is like, fantastic. I mean, access is something that's really important to me. And like, I find it so hard to access a lactation consultant without spending, you know, a ton of money. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's funny when you mentioned that earlier, it brings me back to my first and second baby of like calling so many of them to come. They were coming to my house at the time and I saw them at the hospital, but it was like, okay, maybe this one will be work or maybe this one will work. And it was like such a frustrating experience, right? For me, it was. Oh, no, it was, it that. was so and, frustrating for me too. Yeah. And I imagine, I mean, 92% of women struggle with breastfeeding in the first week of life. And, and sometimes, and, and what I like about ours in terms of access, it's $20 for a 15 minute session. Um, and so sometimes like, I just had one simple question and it's like, I don't want to pay hundreds of dollars to meet with you. Yeah. Like just answer my question, please. Yeah. Um, and so I'm grateful that we're providing that type of access. It really is so great. And you mentioned the, the group meditations and all of that. And it just reminds me of this, the way that I see all of this whole movement. It's like this collective global energy, all working together to help support each other as women in whatever way that that looks right. And knowing that you're not alone on the journey and that you are always supported no matter where you're at in that. And that it's not always easy as people may, you may have thought, right. I think for me too, nobody ever told me that being a mom was hard. I like never heard that phrase being a mom is hard. And now being a mom, even my, at my first, I was like, 
this is hard. Why didn't anybody tell me this, you know, and starting out the gate with the feeding, like hadn't even left the hospital. And it was like, this is hard. Um, and so having that just collective to say, you'll, you will get through this. You are supported. There's people that are caring about you. And as you said, making it accessible to everybody, I think is also so, so important. So you don't feel like it's out of your reach. Everybody can do this. And if for some reason you feel that even you, that you're not able to do that, reach out to us. Right. I mean, there, there is help. I will always say my motto in my life is to help one person every day. If you are a person who's listening, that feels like I can't, you know, have that extra $20 to contact this person and you need the help reach out to me. I will help you. Um, and I know that that's across the board. There's so many people that want to help. So I think that again, that collective as women on the planet, which I know sounds a little woohoo is really making such an impact in, in everybody's life. I think even on a small level. Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, that is so important. And for, for us, we have a program called helping hands. And so if someone can't afford our subscription, we try to make it as accessible as possible. It's $12 a month um, and $70 a year. If someone like, if that is not possible for someone, we have a program where you could just email us and say, look, I, I would love to use your product. I just, you know, can't afford it right now. And we'll give you subscription. Um, and so I think just, you know, I, it's not woo woo. I, it's important to, to help each other out. Um, and so I, I love what you're doing and, and that's also important to us at Expectful. And you mentioned earlier about bereavement. I know I've had a few clients that were, you know, so excited to download the app when they first finally got pregnant. And then they were like, they lost that, that pregnancy and really was like, what do I do now? Do I stay with Expectful? Do I, you know, how do I manage this? And I know you guys have a lot around that, but can you talk through that experience? If there is somebody who, you know, was pregnant and then unfortunately loses that, that pregnancy. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's a terrible loss and I'm sorry for anyone that does experience that. Um, we do have a, a section, a healing library, and this library is, is free for anyone. Um, so, and if there's people that are listening that, that have never, that are, that need this, just download the app and select healing and you get access to all of this. Um, but, but what it is, is, is we have a library of meditations that are designed to support, um, women through the, those loss and also bringing in shared stories from other people that have experienced loss. We have coaching um, yourself. We have bereavement coaching, which I think is something that is really difficult to find. Um, and so it's my hope that people that are using the app and experiencing that and need a bit of additional support can, can reach out and get the help that they, they need. Absolutely. I know when I had my first loss, I was of course devastated and was searching for that as well. And unfortunately didn't find somebody that aligned with me that I knew had gone through that experience. And it was really important for me to, to know, like, have you, do you know what this is like? Have you gone through this? Do you have any kids now? You want to talk to somebody that can give you some hope and, and let you know that again, you're not alone and it's not a, you know, it's a really a difficult situation to get your head around when you're in it, because it doesn't seem to make any sense, right? If this was meant to be, why, why did this happen now? Um, but I just really want to encourage anybody who's listening to 
to stay in the app and use those resources because they are so healing. And again, even the services that they provide to, if that's what is helpful for you, because you will get through it, you will get to the other side. And there's a lot of people that can help you heal your heart through the process in order to get to your rainbow baby and, and just don't give up hope on that as well. So, um, there's so many, even outside of those healing, um, aspects, the meditations, again, going back to the meditations and how healing that is from a scientific perspective. Can you dig into that a little bit for people who are not aware of the correlation between meditation and how it actually affects your body from a physical standpoint? Absolutely. I mean, firsthand, I experienced that, um, in that I was very stressed. I had a high risk pregnancy and I got to term really because of meditation. And so it was really for me fascinating to read the studies on the back end because I'm like, of course, you know, this makes so much sense. And so mm, one of my favorite studies is by a doctor named Dr. Shilpa Babar, and she is, um, a renowned OB, um, and she's also a, a yoga instructor. And so she has a beautiful blend of um, Eastern and Western medicine. And so one of the things that she did was she looked at um, all of the studies that are out there that look at meditation and pregnancy, look at meditation, fertility, and postpartum. And she took an aggregate view of that to find what to, to say, like, what are the findings here? Because a lot of the studies are small. Um, you know, it, this is, it's, we're in, a, um, I think the discovery of meditation and um, on well-being and pregnancy, it's still in its early days. And mm-hmm. so what, um, in her study, she found that um, a collective of studies show that using meditation or mindfulness practice does actually increase um, or reduces, excuse me, um, stress and anxiety in pregnancy and particularly in postpartum periods. So that's like the first finding, um, which is critical. And what I'd like to say to that is, you know, oftentimes we think of meditation and we think like, oh, we're, you know, our legs are crossed, we're in an uncomfortable position, we're saying like, oh, man, that, that doesn't have to be what meditation is. Like you know, meditation can take many forms. And that's one of the things I hope that we do at Expectful is break it down into something that's really accessible. Um, so that whether that's like walking meditations, nursing meditations, stroller meditations, um, or just like breath work, just incorporating one of those things can help you um, significantly. And then the, the other two things that I have to mention um, in terms of meditation is, is a study looked at um, the impact of meditation on um, breast milk production. So like I struggled with breast milk production as a NICU mom. Um, and um, there are there's a study out there that shows that doing meditation does increase breast milk production, which I think like that is really exciting for anyone that's struggling with that. And then the last thing I would say, um, so I was like determined to have an unmedicated birth and I, I ended up having an, a, an emergency C-section, but I, I did get to 10 centimeters unmedicated. Well done. Um, thank you. <laughs> and, and one of the reasons I got into hypnobirthing was because um, it actually, the studies show that cultivating a meditation, a breathwork practice reduces pain in labor. And like, I firsthand can say that that's absolutely true. Um, I mean, for me, it was not, it was not a pleasant experience, but it wasn't painful. Um, and, and so there's science behind using meditation for pain reduction, um, which is pretty incredible. So I think, you know, reducing stress and anxiety, 
uh, increased milk production, reduction in pain. For me, that's like a no brainer. It's, it's, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And how often were you doing it before you started to see the results when you were pregnant as far as like really when everything couple, changed? Yeah. A couple of days a week, like three or four days a week, I was doing it not for long, like 10 minutes a day. Okay. And it's just like those 10 minutes a day, specifically it was fixed spectacles meditations. Um, and, and hypnobirthing because I mean, I, I, I've been meditating for many years, but there's something um, about just speaking to where I was at that exact moment in time. Mm-hmm. And like the vulnerabilities that I had in pregnancy that were really just maybe like, Oh, it's going to be okay. Like yeah. my body's equipped to do this. And mm-hmm. um, I think having that narrator speak to me in that way, like just gave me the confidence to push through. Yeah. And the reason I asked about the timing is it doesn't take a lot to make a big difference, right? It doesn't take a lot to calm your nervous system. It doesn't take a lot to ground yourself. And those things go so far because of the, your body, how it works, right? We're trying to level the cortisol levels and the adrenals that we're all so busy all the time running a million miles an hour. And yet we're you know, making a baby at the same time and, or trying to make a baby or healing at this, you know, and so those short times that you can put towards a meditation will make a world of difference. And as you can see with Natalie's experience, it literally shifted, you know, God forbid, if she had to deliver, if you had to deliver at 20 weeks, your baby wouldn't make it. I mean, that's like mind blown, right? I mean, from some people who go through bed rest from week 20 to week 40 and, or don't even you know, I don't even want to think about it, but the point being, as you said, you weren't like sitting in a, you know, own position for, you know, hours on end to make this difference. And I think that's really important to note that take whatever time you can take. And even if to your point earlier, like stroller meditating, whatever it is that you can do to fit in, it will kind of sink into your subconscious, whether you're aware of it or not. So I think it's really good to note. And you also mentioned that you were a NICU mom. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? I was as well. And I think that that's a very kind of unique experience that um, not a lot of parents go through, which I'm happy to say not a lot of go through, but at the same time, there are a lot and it can be very traumatic. And how did you guys deal with that? And how did that go for you? I'm, so, I mean, that, that's a, this is a great conversation. I think part of what prepared me for the NICU was getting this meditation practice um, and being so into it um, because everything was going wrong when my son went to the NICU. Mm. Um, I mean, I wasn't, I was under general anesthesia. So like I was completely out of it. Like mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know what was going on. Um, and the whole, the whole time that he was there was really a blur because there's just so much chaos and trying to figure out what's going on. But, but how I coped with it was, was I, I just was in a better mental state to prepare for like, okay, this is out of my control. I can only do what I can do. And I can only focus on my energy on what I can control and not the uncontrollables. So for me, that was like getting in better health. Um, after my Mm C-section, it was trying to learn how to breastfeed and, and being there to support and comfort my son. Like those were the variables that I could control. And I think having that mentality that I, you know, that I should just focus on what I can control really came from that meditation practice. Um, and so that was like how I survived the NICU. And I think it's tough because as an, um, when you're in the NICU, you want to 
I mean, I think it's natural to want to spend as much time with your child as you can. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful that the nurses um, really encouraged us to like rest and take care of ourselves. They said that it was the most expensive babysitting service (laughs) in the world. And and I appreciated that, like that I could go home at night and rest. I mean, with with trying to breastfeed, like I was up in the middle of the night, but I, I did have that time to recover. And so having um, permission to take care of yourself during that time is really important as well. I think that's amazing advice for anybody who's listening because you never expect that you will be somebody that leaves the hospital without your baby, right? Like you never, that's not in the cards ever. Um, And so I think that for me was the hardest moment of like being discharged after my C-section to be like, but I'm not leaving with him. You know, like that was really difficult to get my head around. But at the same time, trusting and knowing that they are in the best hands possible and really focus on, like you said, your healing. And part of that healing again, goes back to meditation, not to sound like we're beating a dead horse, but that really is so powerful in so many ways. And, um, and so healing on all levels. So not only on a physical level that Natalie just talked about from a scientific perspective, but just to your soul, right. To take a minute and and be there and, and know that, your baby's in good hands. And again, you will get past the other side in whatever way that looks, but same thing, know that you're supported. You're not alone in going through that. And there's a lot of women that have gone before you that have healthy babies that have come out the other side. And unfortunately, if you are not one of those, you, you know, reach out to somebody that can help you. I help people with bereavement all the time that, you know, in those unfortunate situations, but, um, there are, find somebody that resonates with you in whatever way, because that is definitely something that you would want to heal and talk to somebody through. So any last bits of advice or words of wisdom for anyone who's listening? My, my advice is that, um, if meditation seems scary, um, which, you know, it might, um, just keep trying. I mean, I, I've, I've tried cultivating a practice for over 20 years and it took me like so many different types of apps and different experiences to find something that works for you or that works for me. And so it doesn't have to be meditation. Like it could be yoga. It could be long walks in nature, um, like sitting outside in the sun, drinking a cup of tea and just sitting by yourself, but whatever it is for you that is mindful that like grounds yourself, I do encourage you to find that, um, when you're trying to conceive in pregnancy, definitely before the baby comes, because it will just come in handy. So it's it's not so singular that it's like you have to meditate on and that. Um, it's it's very much open, and it's just finding whatever works for you. That's the most important thing. Fantastic. And where can people find you and learn more about Expectful, etc.? So um, I encourage everyone to go to expectful.com and you can see all of the services that we have on our website. You can download our app in the Apple or Android store. It's expectful. And um, please follow us on Instagram at expectful. Um, and it's E-X-P-E-C-T-F-U-L. Fantastic. Well, I'm so grateful for you to be here today. And thank you so much for joining us. We will see you on the app. Thank you so much for having me. This was a delight. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pretty Little Tribe podcast. Follow up on Instagram at the Pretty Little Tribe or at Elizabeth King underscore coaching for updates, resources, and a community to connect with. 
If you are looking for extra support and tools to guide you along your TTC and parenting journey, visit elizabethking.com. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast everywhere you're listening for a chance to receive a special gift. Visit elizabethking.com backslash pretty little tribe podcast for more information on how to enter. Any review counts. I just appreciate your honest feedback so I can provide you with the best support possible in your TTC and parenthood journey. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.